Can you drive faster, please? You ask the taxi driver nervously. You arrive at the airport and quickly grab your bags from the trunk, rushing to the building in cold sweat. You bump into people in the crowd, apologizing on your every step, and finally, you're on board. In a few hours, you go from the airport straight to the yacht awaiting you in the harbor, and only seeing the shore drift away from you brings you calm. At last, your Bahamas vacation has begun. You lie down and close your eyes in peace. A slight rocking of the yacht wakes you up. You don't know exactly how long you slept, but the sun is slowly sinking below the horizon. You enjoy a magnificent red sunset, but after a minute, you suddenly realize that you can't see the shore. You run across the deck, looking this way and that. The endless ocean is everywhere. You reassure yourself of having navigational skills and go to the bridge. You look at the compass and see the arrow turning like crazy. Oh, the Bahamas, the Atlantic Ocean, the compass. Wait a minute. Oh no, you're in the Bermuda Triangle. You've heard a lot of stories about this place. Sea monsters, an extraterrestrial base, time loops, and Atlantis. But what to believe? Try to guess which of the theories about the Bermuda Triangle are true. So, the compass, GPS, and internet on your phone become useless. All electronic stuff isn't working. You can't start the yacht's engine to leave this place. Does this happen in the Bermuda Triangle or not? One of the most popular shipping routes passes through the Bermuda Triangle. Every year, many ships sail here, and since the 19th century, only 50 have disappeared. There are places on the planet where many more ships were gone. And if there were serious problems with navigation in the triangle, then the ships would never sail here. Previously, the compass wouldn't work well in the Bermuda Triangle since the lines of the two poles coincided here, true north and magnetic north. If you fall into this line, your compass will behave strangely. But the magnetic north is constantly shifting, and now it's far beyond the triangle. Your navigation is fine. The electronic stuff is fine too. But the fuel on your yacht ran out since you forgot to turn off the engine. You call the rescuers and they promise to get to you soon. At this moment, a low frequency noise comes from the depths of the ocean. The sky is twilight and you notice a bright glow coming from the water. Then, a few feet away, a huge beam of orange light bursts out of the water and rushes into the sky. Another beam shoots out from the other side of the yacht. The starry sky is overcast. It seems like a huge blaster is shooting plasma columns into the sky. A new circle of light appears around your yacht. It gets brighter and brighter, and the energy charge breaks your ship in half. In a life jacket, you jump into the water screaming. A bright light is formed right below you, and of course, it's all fairy tales. One of the most popular theories is that the site of the Bermuda Triangle was once the ancient city of Atlantis. The people who lived there had amazing technologies that have no rivals in the modern world. And among these technologies, energy crystals were the most incredible. They generated energy and fed it to all of Atlantis. The city is sunken, but the crystals continue to work and release rays of energy directly from the sea floor. This legend appeared around the middle of the 20th century. It was the beginning of all the other popular myths about the Bermuda Triangle. You sit in the cabin and wait for the rescuers. The yacht is rocking. A storm is coming. You look out the window to understand how serious it is, but you can't see anything. 
Something dark and sticky has pressed itself against the glass from the outside. And this something is moving. It's a huge tentacle. They're everywhere, clinging to the yacht from all sides. You hear the ship's planks crack and run out onto the deck. A heavy thunderstorm has come, and a huge squid appears from the water. It wraps its tentacles around the yacht and pulls it down. You can't move out of fear. This is also not true. Gigantic squids do exist, but they swim in all the oceans and aren't able to sink big ships. There's no evidence that the Kraken or other similar monsters live in the Bermuda Triangle's depths. Somewhere far away on the horizon, you notice a ship. Finally, the rescuers! You sit on the deck, grab a soda, and wait quietly for them. A popular theory suggests that rogue waves are responsible for many disappearances. Rogue waves are called extreme storm waves by scientists. They occur when different weather patterns take place at the same time and cause large unexpected waves that reach up to 100 feet tall. Witnesses say that the waves look like giant walls of water. These waves could explain why ships go down fast and without leaving any trace. Joshua Slocum was an extremely talented sailor. He was the first person to ever sail single-handedly around the world. But sadly, he was no match for the Bermuda Triangle. In November 1909, Slocum said goodbye to his wife and set off on one of his usual winter voyages to the West Indies. Slocum's wife reported him missing after several months passed without any contact. It's said that he called in at Miami to resupply before vanishing into the Bermuda Triangle. The airplane involved was a Beechcraft Bonanza single-engine aircraft. On board, pilot Bruce Gurnon had two passengers, his father and business partner. They took off from Andros Island in the Bahamas and headed northwest for the Florida coast. It was December 4, 1970. If you draw up a map, trace a line connecting the island of Bermuda, Puerto Rico, Miami, and back to Bermuda, what do you get? Yes, it's a triangle, a sinister polygon known for mysteriously swallowing over 2,000 ships and 200 aircraft over the centuries. Bruce Gurnon's plane was within its hungry grasp. But this was a typical flight Bruce had made dozens of times before. The trip usually took about an hour and a half, with no hiccups or mysterious phenomena whatsoever. The men were no more concerned than you would be during your daily commute to work. Oh, but this time would be different. They would face very unusual circumstances indeed. Bruce took off and started gaining altitude. Strange things started happening right from the get-go. At an altitude of about a thousand feet, he noticed a small cloud up ahead. But it kept growing. Not from the plane getting closer, this thing was actually getting bigger in size. Bruce had to fly through it, and he came out the other end just fine. Another mysterious cloud appeared at 11,500 feet. This one was massive, and Bruce had no other choice but to fly through it too. So he concentrated, took a deep breath, and in they went. At that moment, it got dark as night all around the aircraft. Not a single sliver of sunshine got through. But this wasn't a storm cloud, and it wasn't raining. Bruce was starting to get worried, and then, bam, he saw flashes of white light. They would appear and vanish quickly like lightning. 
But this pilot knew this certainly was no lightning. The flashes were so bright, they lit up the whole space around them. Bruce kept flying for another 30 minutes when he realized this was the same cloud he had gone through earlier when he started to climb. But now, the cloud was cylindrical, and the plane was flying through its center. It was about one mile wide and seemed endless. Bruce thought he could never get out of that trap. But a minute later, he saw light at the end of the tunnel. He kept that yoke straight ahead. He was almost out of this nightmare. But all of a sudden, unexplainable things started happening again. The walls of the cloud tunnel began to narrow. In 1945, five TBF Avenger aircraft took flight for a routine training exercise around the Bermuda Triangle. In the middle of the exercise, the planes were struck by intense rain and heavy winds, despite the clear weather forecast. The pilots became extremely disoriented and radioed the base to report that their navigational equipment had stopped working. The last thing the base heard was, when the first plane drops below 10 gallons, we all go down together. And then, static. The five planes and their 14 passengers were never seen or heard from again. On his very first voyage to the New World in 1492, Christopher Columbus sailed through the Bermuda Triangle. Columbus reported that one night, when he was on the deck of the ship, he noticed a giant light appear in the distance, unlike anything he had ever seen before. Columbus looked at his compass for direction, and it gave off erratic readings. You might have noticed that the Bermuda Triangle doesn't appear on any world map. This is because official institutions refuse to acknowledge that the area actually exists. In March 1918, carrying a crew of 306 people, the USS Cyclops left Barbados and headed home to Baltimore. The ship passed through the Bermuda Triangle on its journey and was never seen again. The Cyclops never issued any distress signal and disappeared without any explanation, making it the largest ship to go missing in the Bermuda Triangle. No wreckage has ever been found. The voyage started just like any other. The cargo ship SS Cotopaxi is making another journey to Havana, Cuba to deliver coal. It's November 29, 1925. For Captain Meyer and his crew, leaving Charleston Port, South Carolina, it will be the last trip the ship ever makes. Its route ran through the Bermuda Triangle. Two days into the trip, the Cotopaxi sent out a distress signal. It had got caught up in a strong tropical storm and turned over on its side. The wind was very strong and there was powerful lightning as well. Rain gradually filled the ship's hold. Then there was a bright white flash and the ship disappeared without a trace. Later, its wreckage was found in the Gobi Desert which is in a completely different part of the world. All 32 crew members, including the captain, were missing. Of course, the part about the Gobi Desert is fictional. For one of his movies, Steven Spielberg came up with the idea that the ship was moved there by aliens. Still, in real life, the ship was never found, and its crew really did disappear. It was officially declared missing a month afterward, and nobody could find the wreck. It seems like a classic case of mysterious things going on in the Bermuda Triangle. But most mysteries are solved sooner or later. In 2020, the Cotopaxi was found. 
A man named Michael Barnett had moved to Florida to study shipwrecks off the coast. One wreck in particular really caught his attention. It was much larger than the others, and the locals called it the Bear Wreck. It was about 40 miles from St. Augustine in northern Florida. But no one had ever managed to identify the rusty hull. So Michael started to do some detective work. He measured the size of the shipwreck and started working through all the information he could find. He researched hundreds of old newspapers, leafed through insurance records, and looked at artifacts found on the wreck. After hundreds of hours of hard work, Michael was sure it was the Cotopaxi. But a few years before, there had been a rumor that the same ship had been found off the coast of Cuba. The Coast Guard found the wreck of a cargo ship about the same size that looked a lot like the one lost in 1925. Because the Bermuda Triangle isn't a recognized place, no one knows its exact location or size. Some people believe it covers around 500,000 square miles around the Bermuda area. Other people believe the triangle is as big as 1.5 million square miles. The Bermuda Triangle is one of the most heavily traveled shipping routes in the world. Some skeptics believe that this fact solves the Bermuda Triangle mystery. Statistically, the busier the area, the higher the frequency of accidents and disappearances. While this makes sense, it's not the frequency of disappearances that's responsible for the mystery of the Bermuda Triangle. It's the lack of explanation or wreckage found. The Bermuda Triangle is home to the deepest point in the Atlantic Ocean, the Milwaukee Deep. The area has a maximum depth of over 27,000 feet. This is one of the deepest points in the ocean floor, but still not close to the massive 35,000 feet of the Mariana Trench. But the huge depth might explain how such little wreckage has been found. The Bermuda Triangle is home to some pretty intense and unexpected weather. Storms build up quickly and unexpectedly, then disappear soon after. If you blink, you might miss it. This could explain why few distress signals are issued. Pilots and sailors never saw the weather coming. In the year 1800 again, the ship USS Insurgent was on patrol when it stopped briefly at a coastal base before heading back out to sea. That was the last time USS Insurgent was ever seen. A severe storm reportedly struck the West Indies around that time. It's believed that storm was so powerful, it could have caused the sinking of both the USS Insurgent and USS Pickering, which vanished around the same time. Like the Pickering, no wreckage of the Insurgent was ever discovered. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.